This is As Raw Podcast. And I wanted to say live. And I'm going to not lie to you. I've, I've tried this three times. And for some reason, I can't get this video right. I always stumble through the middle. I always lose track of where I'm going. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm working myself too hard. Who knows? But let's push through. We got a massive event this weekend. And I know you're going to feel like there's no buzz, but when it gets to it and he gets close to it and the star power's in the ring and these two guys are in the ring, you're going to feel it. And I love events in boxing. It's a beautiful part of boxing. And I know the purists, the people that romanticize the sport, the hardcores, they don't like stuff like this. And they're not going to admit they like stuff like this. But I enjoy boxing in all ways, shapes and forms when it's done right. And I think that Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva, this poster up, I think it's done right. I think Jake Paul... The reason why he's done right because I think Jake Paul respects boxing. I think he really puts his full effort into it. I think Jake Paul wants to be respected in boxing. When you have that mentality and you take it seriously and you come in shape and you come ready to fight and you improve on your skills, that's why he's done right. And a guy like Anderson Silva, who's a respected guy in MMA, a legend, and he has you know the right wins versus the right opponents to create kind of buzz that you know, this is a very credible opponent for Jake Paul. Now, let's dive into the wins for Anderson Silva, just because I kind of have to, you know, we kind of have to look at those correctly, right? I like to get the this information out now, so, we, you know, I don't want to be the guy, you know, with hindsight 2020, you know what I mean? I want to say now, like, okay, yes, I saw this, and we ha- we had to all see this. Chavez Jr. is way past his prime. I mean, not just past prime, he's washed. That's just the honest truth of it. He's a guy that parties a lot. He's a guy that... um you know, uses a lot of substances, stuff that really tears down your body, and he's just a shell of himself. A, a shell of himself. And then he faced Tito Ortiz, right? And Tito Ortiz is even more washed than Chavez, right? Tito Ortiz is actually scary when they let him in the ring and compete in any storm of fighting. And he gets knocked out cold, put flat in his face. And it's a highlight, and I understand that, you know, oh, look what Anderson Silva did to Tito Ortiz, but honestly, Jake Paul would do the same thing to Tito Ortiz. That's the honest truth. So we have these two wins, and people are saying, oh, well, he beat a world champ, right, in Chavez, but a champ only by name, because that's not the same Chavez Jr. It's not even the same weight class, not even close to when he was his most effective. And he beat Tito Ortiz, who, you know, MMA legend, Tito Ortiz, tough guy. And it's like, hey, this guy's been watched for over 10 years. So, you know, you have to know that going in because I understand that Anderson Silva has all these highlights and he looks so effective with his hands and he wants epoxy and look, he is effective with his hands. It's not going to be like that in this fight. It's not going to be like that. It's not going to look like that. And you got to understand that Anderson Silva, with his hands and just boxing in a boxing rule set, he's not that much more effective than Jake Paul. And I'm talking about like in his prime. He just isn't. And past his prime, I mean, I would favor, I, you, I get why Jake Paul's a favorite in this fight. Now, we have to talk about Jake Paul. And from when he started to where he is now, you have to understand that that's a win before he even steps in the ring in this fight. He's the betting favorite against Anderson Silva. Think about when Jake Paul just for barely started boxing, right? And when Jake Paul started coming on the scene, he started being on the undercard in his own fights. Think about him, us thinking at one point, this guy's going to be the favorite over Anderson Silva. 
it just wasn't it wasn't feasible. No one was thinking this. No one was predicting that. Everybody thought he was a joke. No one thought he'd be at this point where he's a credible opponent, Francis Silva, uh, a guy in a favor to beat him, got probably a favor to beat uh, Conor McGregor if they box, a favor to beat Nate Diaz if they box. We never thought we'd be here. So it's already a win for Jake Paul. He's already at the position where it's a win for him. Now, is he going to win this fight against Anderson Silva? An older Anderson Silva, a slower Anderson Silva, an Anderson Silva that doesn't have the same balance he once had? Now, Jake Paul in his last fight had a massive knockout, right? Real real highlight win versus Tyron Woodley in the second fight. I think that people forgot that, that everything before that was very sloppy. And Jake Paul had the same mistakes that a lot of guys are going to have when they just start boxing. He doesn't have dimensions to his game, right? He can't fight on the inside. He doesn't have that skill. And he, how hard it is to fight on the inside, he may never learn that. He's kind of a one-punch fighter. He has a big right hand. Now, is he has some athleticism to him? Yes, he does. Does he have some explosion to him? Yes, he does. And he has some he has some solid, solid power. And that might be all he needs in this fight. Now, like I said, Anderson Silva doesn't have the speed explosion that he once had. Now, he still has some good timing. He still has some tricks. He's still crafty. But if he tries to come forward, right, with that lazy uppercut, he does one with his left hand where he kind of like walks in his little, he get blasted with the right hand and this fight can be over very quickly. Very, very quickly. But if he can get Jake Paul into the spots where he'll be uncomfortable, like fighting on the inside, like having to chase down Anderson Silva and walk him into shots, put him in dimensions that he's not going to be comfortable at. And dimensions that when we last seen him fight, he didn't have. Now, Jake Paul, like I said, is very green to boxing. So there's a chance that the improvement from the first, the last fight you saw to now could be a, a very big, very big improvement. So that's the wild factor, right? That's the wild card. Is how improved Jake Paul is from the Tyron Woodley fight. And we can't see it. It's going to be hard to tell. Because I'm not watching his sparring. We're not watching his training. So we just have to see what he could do here, what he was limited at. And... I guess you could kind of take a guess at you know what he might be able to do here. Like I'm guessing that he's probably gonna have a more consistent jab. I think that I don't know if the ranges are gonna change for him. I don't think he's gonna be able to find the inside now, and he like because he didn't before. But I think that he might have more punches at the range of where he's comfortable at. I think he'll have a jab, right? Might even have left hook to it, right? He might have that. But to win this fight, it's gonna be on that that explosion of that right hand, and how if he can catch Anderson who, like I said, is a step slower, is there to be caught if he could lay that on him and put him to sleep. But Anderson, who's crafty and and knows the game, and is not a guy that, you know, remember, there's not a massive size advantage for Jake Paul, which he's had already, right? In all his previous fights, he's kind of had a massive size advantage. He's not going to have that here. And he's going to have a guy that's not going to panic when punches are thrown at him. And he's going to have a guy that's comfortable standing up and Never really need to rely on a takedown. Can Anderson put him in dimensions that's going to make him uncomfortable? That's going to be the most important part. Anderson's not going to be able to trade with Jake Paul. That's just, it's not going to, he's going to lose that fight. Because Jake Paul's faster, more explosive. But if Anderson could get on the inside and make Jake Paul where Jake Paul's going to be very useless in that angle, or if Anderson could get on the outside and make Jake Paul chase him, and make walk him into stuff, he'll be very effective. I'm going to bet that the, the faster, younger, 
stronger fighter with a powerful right hand wins this fight. I'm going to say Jake Paul's going to land that right hand at one point. And I think it's going to be when Anderson Silva kind of tries to walk in behind shots. And I think he wins and stops Silva. I think that this will be a very big win for Jake Paul, obviously. But I think it will also set up a very big fight with Nate Diaz. Now, like I said, Anderson Silva just needs a fight in the areas that Jake Paul's uncomfortable with and doesn't have that skill yet and doesn't have that ability, no comfort. He needs to do that. But if he gets stuck in the mid-range and he gets stuck trying to come forward behind shots, I I would take that part out of your game. I'm not trying to come forward behind shots. I'll try to jab my way in, get to the inside of you, and work there, or I'm all the way out. But I'm not trying to play that. I'm going to come into, and there's a chance I get caught coming in. I'm not trying to play that with Jake Paul. Like I said, I think that Silva in his prime, I probably favor him over Jake Paul, but I don't think in this when you when it gets to just boxing and you can't do anything else, MMA fighters get very very limited because it's not that he's not just used to it, but there's just not learning all the other skills and techniques and subtleties that you need, and you become a very very you know average to below average when it just just your hands. So I think Silva when they were, they would have boxed when he was in his prime, I would favor him. But I don't think he was as big of an advantage or as big of a favorite as people think that he would have been at that point. So definitely when he's out of his prime, I I, I definitely can't see him winning it. Now, like I said, if he puts uh, – I can, not, not that I can't see him winning, but I can't see me favoring him or me picking him at least. I think that, like I said, if he can stay crafty and if he has the fight IQ to know where to put Jake Paul, where to work at, he'll have, he'll have a very good chance to win this fight. But I remember, we don't know where the improvements are going to be from Jake Paul. And Anderson doesn't know that either. So he's going to go in and have to find that out in the ring. I like this fight. I like Jake Paul. I think he's actually very good for boxing. As long as he takes the sport serious, as long as he has events like this. And I think from this point on, if he wins this fight, you're going to get a lot of interesting fights for him. And I think Nate Diaz would be next. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the S-Rock.